Yo, 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 what's up? It's your boy Brain here with another installment of Behind the Plates, where we interview artists, get to know about them and their music. Uh, this week, we have another awesome, illustrious guest. We got Casey in the building. How are you doing today? Hello, hello. How are you? I'm doing well. You know, just, uh, you know, living life, you know, one day at a time. Yeah, same. It's difficult at the moment. Yeah, everything. Yeah, everything's just been thrown out of whack. Uh, I don't know. I don't know about you, but like I was supposed to go to a lot of shows, hang out with a lot of friends, but unfortunately can't do that right now. Yeah, exactly. I'm spending a lot of time at home, a lot of time just sitting in the garden, taking in the sun and obviously working on music, you know. Awesome. Yeah, it's good to hear, you know, long, you know, as long as we're staying productive, you know, and continuously working, you know, I think we'll all come out of this, you know, in a slightly better position, you know, I mean, at least in terms of the music, you know. I really do hope so. Yeah, so I mean, just you know, speaking about music, how did you uh, get into production, and how do you, uh, how what's your what's the origin story for Casey? So, um, I mean, I've only been doing this seriously since 2017. Since I heard Lower, I heard Lower on the train um, in a mix, like a radio show. I was listening to it on the train to work, and I hated my job. And I was thinking, oh fuck, um, what am I going to do instead of working in this fucking restaurant? So. Oh, can I swear, by the way? Oh, you're, yeah, you're good. You're okay, fine. Yeah. No, I always oh, well. forget to mention that. You're good. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, so I was on the train. I was hating my job. I was working in a restaurant and I was thinking, wow, this girl made all these tunes herself and she's on the radio playing this mix. Fucking love this shit. I need to get back on the dubstep because I always listen to it. Um, I've been listening to dubstep since 2007, I think, you know. Casper Monrusco's Fabric Live mix. That was like the very. Oh man, yeah, I saw you post about that. That was like the very first mix um, I ever heard, like on MySpace, I think it was. And like one of my friends showed it me when we were like 14 or 15, I think. And yeah, um, I just started listening to stuff like, uh, what is it like? Jake's, you know, Koki. Um, think even things like Pendulum, you know, drum and bass um, back then was like it was mostly like Pendulum and stuff. And there was this tune called Vault by Pendulum, and the tune called Slam, and that was a big one on MySpace. Everyone's um, profile tune on MySpace was Slam by Pendulum. So therefore, I think I just got into the electronic side through that mix and you know those Pendulum tunes basically. And then a little later, I think I I saw. I don't know if many people remember these guys, but they're called Dub Crooks. They're from Birmingham, and um, they were playing in Manchester with Borgor. And I went to see Borgor because obviously there was loads of hype around him around like 2009. Yeah. Um, so I went to this show and I heard Dub Crooks playing some like proper sick stuff, you know, like Golly and Ashburner and um, fucking what else was he playing? Now he was just playing the you know the proper shit, you know, like Jakesy stuff. And then I also saw Jake's live in 2009, which I saw him by chance, like in a club in town. And it just blew me away his set. It was so hypnotic and it was just the energy and like the synths. And I was just like, oh, my God. And then I think um, my other friends like were mixing with vinyl. So I was always around that a lot. And that's who I bought my first mixer off, just some one of my friends who was mixing with vinyls. And that's how I started DJing. I got that mixer. I got some CDJs. And this was like back in, you know, 2009. And I've just been doing it casually ever since. And then 2017 happened and I thought, oh, my God, I want to be just like lower. And then here I am now. So, yeah, that's the story of how like I found it. Awesome. Awesome. 
And I mean, you already mentioned lower, but uh, who else is your inspiration uh, when it comes to your production, your DJing? Mm, I'd say, well, I think I made a post about this online, um, about like my five pillars. It's like lower, obviously, subfiltronic, infect, um, motus, and I think, no, yeah, I think it was Booker's Finest, in fact. Oh, it was someone else. Anyway, but then there was more people. I, I, I like I like people like Obey, Stein, uh, obviously Jake's, Cursed. Cursed is a big one. I don't know if people know about him. He's like one of the original monsters. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm sure a lot of people will know, but some people might not. Um, more people need to know about like Monty, Minzo, AD. Oh, yeah, that was the other pillar, AD. So like... The more like deeper hypnotic side of the monsters sound like that's what I'm drawn to. All right, all right. So, uh, so I'm, I'm yeah. I guess these people like also inspire inspire your production. Yeah, of course. Most mostly um, lower and subfiltronic. For I try and sound like subfiltronic with my synths and my drums, and then I also try and you know sound like lower. So I am a bit of a copycat, but. I try and recreate my sense and it's a really fun way of, you know, producing, trying to like sound like your favorites, I think. So, yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. That's, that's pretty good methodology. Um, and what uh, you produce on what doll specifically? Uh, it's Reason. So I used to use Logic. I used to use Reason 5 and I used to take the synths and import them as audio and mess around with them in Logic. But I got Reason 10 and I just never looked back. So it's just exclusively, exclusively Reason now. And it's just, it's so colorful and it's, it's just, I'm a very visual like worker. So I like to, you know, mess around with the back and, you know, you can flip the background and do really crazy stuff with the wiring and it just really works for my brain. It's really crazy. Okay. So yeah, you kind of already mentioned it, but uh, what does your workflow look like or uh, what's your process when you're using Reason? Oh my God. So I'd say chaotic and sometimes I make like 10 tracks in one week and sometimes I'll spend a week on one thing and I won't get anywhere with it. I'm really like up and down with things. My mood swings are really like, I think it. my mood like day to day affects my music and I try and put all like my sadness and stress into my tunes. So that's what my workflow is like chaos basically nice and i mean you kind of already mentioned it but i've I've never used reason so what it sounds like you're explaining to me is kind of like all your like analog like devices but like in a digital format you're, you're like literally kind of like routing yeah, stuff um i mean people do see it as like an analog sort of thing but i would say it's more like um you've got you've got your synths okay and you've got like okay. Thor and Maelstrom so think of it as like a real synth in the studio like you've got a Yamaha DX7 that you can play as a keyboard okay. like that's your synth and then you've got your drums so you've got like a redrum or a Kong which is like your MPC so right. a lot of producers will put a beat down on an MPC so I think of it like that so you've got your synth you've got your drums and and then you've got all the effects that you can use, like all these like retro sounding things, like all the original dubstep guys use things like Subtractor and um, just like basic square waves on NN19. That's that sampler and you can just mess around with sounds really easy, like like um, simple reason sounds end up sounding like the most original because that's what they were using back then. So putting all those elements together, that's how you make that sort of sound and 
um, I mean, I can't really, I'm going a bit off tangent here, but yeah, that's how, that's how I try and explain that kind of thing, you know? Okay. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It's completely different. Cause, uh, yeah, I mean, I've only used like, you know, serum and massive, like in terms of like, you know, creating scents and stuff like that. So, I mean, that's pretty cool though. For me, I think it's more like, I already know, um, what I want the drums to sound like. Cause I play drums and I already know what the atmosphere is going to sound like because i heard a tune and i want to make a tune that sounds like the tune i have in mind so i already know how to lay lay out the drums and i already know how to lay out the you know like the background atmosphere and the white noise and the um you know like the really subtle elements that make rhythm dark and mysterious like it's easy for me to get those down and i can have a track with good drums good sub good atmosphere but then when i get to the synth it's more like um laying vocals over a track so it's like I don't I get a bit stuck sometimes with the synth so that's where collabs come in and like whenever I get on a collab with someone who I'm interested with I always make a really good track because they always seem to finish my you know they they get rid of my block and they can um finish what I can't finish and things like that so uh yeah it's like y'all finish each other's sentences in a way basically yes you need to collab with people and learn stuff as well because you end up making the same track if you don't. Oh, no, I get you. That's pretty cool. And then uh, who are your homies or your ride and dies in the scene? Oh, my God. So um, my crew, Kaizuku, I haven't been announced yet, but me and another pirate is going to be joining the crew in the next few weeks. So Kaizuku, um, Ivan Dubs um, works. He's um, really good at like helping me with my mastering and stuff. And then... The founder, um, he's called Moogie, and he's from Amsterdam. He's such a cool guy. And Warlock, Warlock's really strong. He sounds like um, he sounds like Akira and Ben's mixer and like all that sort of stuff. And oh, oh yeah, there's Stokes as well. He's a new member. But um, who am I missing out? I'm just trying to name all the Kaizaku crew. <laughs> yeah, but um, I have a, I have a few other people that um, I really look up to, like. In fact, obviously, Motus I really look up to, Subfiltronic, Stein, and then people like Alec from Void Audio. He's someone I really look up to as well. Oh, yeah. he's Yeah, I know y'all, uh, they had an 8K uh, followers EP recently, and you had a track on that, right? Yeah, Lapras. I love me some Pokemon. Yeah, it's all about the uh, Pokemon-themed tracks. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, what was it? Me personally, I think I, I like the first generation up until I think what Pokemon Silver, I guess, dropped on the Game Boy Color. And that's kind of where I stopped playing. Yeah, uh, Crystal was mine, my, my favorite. Yeah, I just don't know how to feel about like the current iteration of Pokemon because it's just it's a lot. It's cool. It's cool. It's just there's too many now. Yeah. I mean, Pokemon Go's. I still play Pokemon Go, but. Yeah, the old the old ones do it for me. First and second gen. I'm like third gen. I just lose a bit of interest after that. But I play it with my uh, cousin. He's only like ten, and I always play Pokemon Go with my cousin. And he's always showing me tricks on like the Switch. And I'm like, oh my god, he knows more than me. I thought I was an expert. You know, <laughs> I'll always have love for Pokemon. Though. Oh, that's that's funny. Um, so out of like your entire discography uh what's your favorite pro- uh, track that you produced and like why out of my discography um oh my god uh maybe pff, i could say my latest original that i put out ghoul because you know 
it's a solid track, but I'm, I'd probably say something really old like Saturn Weg because it's just such a weird like flow. And I just I wasn't thinking of any tune when I made it. I just um, I just thought, what do I want? Some weird spacey triplety drums to sound like, and I just sort of went with that style. And um, I added some weird like ad sort of lowery synths that had such weird delays on them and everything just came together and it made this alien track and that's called saturn weg and it was named after a street that i stayed on in germany for a drum festival so it's just that's the weirdest track I ever made i don't know if it's the best track I ever made but that's the weirdest one <laughs> all right for sure for sure um i can like when i'm looking at your soundcloud profile the first thing that automatically stands out is like, okay, it's a lot of anime. Okay, yeah. So um, basically that's just to uh, get people to click on the fucking tune. You know, so if it's a brightly colored anime girl in the thumbnail, they're going to click the tune. I got the idea off when Ben's Mixer used to do that with his, I think, Crimson Descent or something. One of his, um, it looked like a vinyl with a little anime girl in the artwork and that seems to work. So I went with that. Also, um, I'm obsessed with... Madoka Magica. So a lot of the tunes I made back in like 2017 have um, Madoka Magica samples in, and that's why I use a lot of imagery like that. You know, like the dark magical girl genre in my tunes. Okay, yeah, I was just wondering what anime that was. Cool. I'll I'll, I'll definitely check it out. Yeah, Madoka Magica. Awesome. Um, I guess. Uh... In terms of like the future, uh, are there any sort of dream collabs that you would like? Oh, um, I mean, I'd really like to work with Loa, obviously, my baby. And um, maybe in fact, if you'll notice me, notice me in fact, I want to work with you. <laughs> and then, um, oh yeah, I really want to work with someone like Obey or Stein because Obey's style like his drums. And I think my style would just go really well with Obey's style. Oh, and then um, someone who's not around, like, oh, um, Requake. Or, yeah, like, Requake um, used to be really good back in the day, like 2012. Oh, man. I wish I could time travel back to, like, 2011, 2012 and make some stuff with Requake. Um, if you had a writer for a show, uh, what would be on it? Uh, a writer for a show. So, like, oh, my God. I mean, I'm not I'm not a rock star, so I'd probably ask for something like um, sparkling water. I mean, no one likes sparkling water, but I love San Pellegrino sparkling water. I'd, I'd ask for like a six pack of that. I'd, I'd ask for um, probably like a pizza, but it has to be a good pizza because I don't want to play with, you know, I don't want to be shaking. I want to have my blood sugar up. So I need some pizza before I play. Uh, one bite, everyone knows the rules. And then... Probably some fruit, you know. I need some like grapes or cherries or a good passion fruit that'll keep your energy up when you're playing. Yeah, I've asked this question to other people, and what, what did they say? What have other people said? Uh, let's see. I asked uh, Gangar. He's this producer yeah. from California. He said chili cheese fries, but not too many because otherwise he wouldn't be able to play. Um. Ask Kroll, and he says that currently on his writer, uh, he has a Jameson and Coke. I might need some alcohol on there, to be honest, yeah. Crack, uh, cracker and cheese uh, platter, and then a fruit platter. Yeah, the fruit's good. Fruit sounds good. But I need some 
water, just basic sparkling water. And yeah. maybe even some like Lego. I know Fabian did that, you know, shark. He asked for some Lego and that's that seems <laughs> to like, that might even like get rid of your anxiety if you're just fiddling with a bit of Lego five minutes before you go on, you know, so maybe something like that. That's pretty cool. Wow. <laughs> that's the first time I heard something like that. Some, some Lego. Yeah, thanks cool. Fabian Gaston. Yeah, he's yeah. I've had him on the the, the podcast, and yeah, he's really cool. Yeah, I dude. love that guy. That's crazy. So, like, where all have you like traveled? Where have I traveled for like shows or just in general? I, I guess like shows where you like ended up meeting like other producers. Okay, so I've never played like a rhythm show before. I've played like parties and raves and stuff like that, like in Manchester, but um. As far as like playing an actual show, I've never played one before. So obviously uh, I mix online and I do streams. So when it gets back to everyone doing shows, I'd love to play in like Belgium and shit like that. And maybe even like in my own country, like I'd love to play with all those guys in London. Like I want to play a show with Pocalypse, that'd be sick. And then, you know, ooh, I'd really want to play in Cologne. That'd be cool. But I've never actually been overseas to play a show i've been to amsterdam to do like a live stream with steph you know steph ionics no foo-foo but yeah no foo-foo <laughs> but other than that no i'm i'm ready to go though ready to be booked come on guys yeah no, i'm pretty sure like everyone's itching for shows you know so like once things are safe i'm i mean yeah, we'll see what happens yeah i just want to have a good time or i just want to play some good music i want to I want to play some parties. I don't necessarily want to play like a big show. I just want to play some, you know, raves and parties and stuff. Most definitely. And I was going to ask about, you know, so we have like all these like popular, like, you know, rhythm, anthems, staples, whatever you want to call them. And yes, I just want to get yes. like, you know, your take. So, you know, I'm going I'm to name some and I just want to know what you think. Okay. okay? So uh, okay. Black Knight. <laughs> Black Knight, that is one of the best rhythm tunes in existence. All right. Oh, the Black Knight Stein v- VIP is the best version. All right. Bet, bet, bet. Okay. Uh, let's see. What about uh, Pass Out? Uh, pass Out. Um, I like the tune, but I prefer versions where they don't have the vocals. And I know I'm going to probably fall out with people over this, but that's my opinion. I'm sticking to it. I'm sticking to my fucking guns. Like, I think... The vocals are really annoying, and it turns me off when I hear it in a mix. I'm sorry. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, let's see. Uh, Yasuo. Um, no comment. <laughs> all right, fair, fair, fair. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, blocks. Blocks. Um, no blocks allowed nowadays. You know. Um, we operate a no blocks policy in Gloom Gang. No, I'm only kidding. I mean, like, I love blocks. I love fucking two, the two three hundred VIP is good. I like Stein's Ball VIP. Um, what else have we got? Ooh, Loki's blocks because it's got a sample in it that goes DJ get low, and that's like that's like one of the best combinations to me, like subphiltronic and lower. So, um, and then I think my favorite version of blocks in the world is. Ooh, I like Psychic Blocks. Big shout out to Psychic Blocks. Shout out to Haunter. But my favorite one is Block Razor by Grimer. And that's like Hellraiser and Blocks put together. And that's oh, just, man. ooh, my God. Along with Black Knight's Dime VIP and this Block Razor version. 
Um, I would say that's the two anthems of medieval rhythm. So yeah, maybe maybe we can talk about that in a bit. Oh yeah, definitely. I was actually uh, give me the perfect segue. What what is medieval rhythm? Okay, medieval rhythm is. You know, just like what I said, like imagine um, Black Knight's Dime VIP. It's not only the sound, but it's the image it puts in your head. Like, um, obviously, when people are like chopping rhythm, they're like chopping stuff. So I, in my head, I'm imagining like swords and shit like that. And then uh, it's just also, it's really abstract, to be fair. It's like a really abstract concept of, it can be really literal, like put a knight on your album art and call it fucking, you know, like Disciple do. But in my opinion... um, much love to a fucking disciple, obviously no disrespect, but medieval rhythm should not sound like a tear out or it shouldn't sound heavy. It should sound dark and choppy and disciple have like gone more obviously tear out. And for me, um, I sort of stole their aesthetic a little bit. I stole um, a little bit of the medieval stuff from, you know, infect sort of aesthetic. And I've sort of tried to refine it so it's more like, old school 2013 old monsters you you know think black knights time vip that's the vibe so that's medieval rhythm it's like it's dark it's think of knights and castles and shit like that and medieval maces and dragons whatever you know it's a theme you know use your imagination all right right this could, this question could be sort of like out of left field like whoa wasn't expecting this but like okay okay what is what do you think is like the best medieval weapon um, uh, I could say trebuchet. Um, okay, yeah. People underestimate siege warfare and playing the long game. So that's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> take take away from that what you will. You heard it here first. Trebuchet. <sighs> yeah, okay. I'm going to make a tune called Trebuchet Rhythm now. Yeah, oh, that'd be sick. I, I kind of want. I'm curious to see what that would sound like now. <laughs> um, besides music, uh, what other like hobbies and interests uh, do you have? Um, I mean, I have other musical hobbies. Like, I play drums. I think I mentioned that. I play piano, but other than music, um, I really like tattoos. I like drawing. So, I'd love to be a tattoo artist because, let's face it, I'm not going to be still making rhythm when I'm like 40, 50 years old. I mean, who knows? I might do it for fun, but um, I want to be a tattoo artist. That's what I really want to do. Or I used to be a chef for like years. So maybe I should maybe like start a business, like start a cool food place. But other than that, like my only dreams, like play music for as long as I can before I get too old, before it's not cool anymore for me to like, you know, that meme of like fucking... (laughs) Is it, is it um Steve Buscemi where he's like hello fellow kids I don't want to be that guy so one day I'm just gonna hang up my rhythm boots and just become a chef again or something or a tattoo artist yeah nah, I think I'm, I'm thinking like long term I was gonna be rhythm grandpa you know just uh get booked off of that, 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 that you know I mean of course I'd love to be rhythm grandma but fucking you know you need to leave it for the young guys there's people 10 years younger than me doing like stuff that I couldn't even fathom so yeah leave it for the young guys i say it's nuts like i've i don't know i'll be on soundcloud and discover you know this producer he's only 16 years old it's 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 mind-boggling like how young they're getting into it now tell you who's sick my counterpart he's called saiga now but he used to be called kc dubs he's um he's 10 years younger than me but 
oof, he's so good, man. Like, I wish I was that good when I was his age. It just blows my mind. So shout out to Casey Dubs or Saga. All right. You heard it here. Um, so I guess in terms of advice, uh, what, would, what would you give? Uh, what kind of advice would you give to like aspiring uh, producers or people who are new to it? Um, I'd just say just do what you think sounds good. Like try not to follow the hype. Try not to get distracted by things like the prospect of playing in Canada one day. So you need to sound like a certain way. I mean, I'm coming from a perspective of I've never played a show. So I only want to do things for the love of the sound and like as a hobby perspective even. But um, I'd say just make what you think sounds good. Push your sound that you believe in. Um, keep close circles, but obviously be f- friendly with everyone. Like, don't be scared to give other people advice. And don't be scared of like, I'm not. I'm not a big fan of like holding secrets. Like, I'm from the school of like giving everyone all the tools, you know. So, I'm. I'm not shy to share knowledge to people. So I'd say, get as me- get as much knowledge as you can when you're beginning. You know, like watch tutorials like whatever you use in Ableton Reason or whatever look at tutorials on YouTube how to use Reason properly like all the different aspects and um, also if you're making dubstep um, try and get influence from people who aren't just making dubstep like the producers I look up to on YouTube are people like Kenny Beats and you know people who don't make rhythm and that they inspire me to make rhythm funnily enough and then you know people like pianists like Chili Gonzalez like his piano makes me um get into a certain mood to produce rhythm funnily enough so take knowledge from other things like you can't make rhythm if you don't know how to play drums or piano so try and expand your knowledge of just music in general so that's a bit of a long-winded answer but I could talk about this shit all day yo I mean if you want it's up to you you know (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like, basically just, you know, don't compromise your vision of what you want things to sound like. Like, I'm very, like, specific in the way I want to do something. So maybe not everyone's like that, but that's my advice to someone who's really got that focus and who's got something that, like, a really niche sound that they're trying to push. Or if they're just beginning, just, you know, just learn as much as you can in, like, the most play the long game ways you can. Like, don't try and get results instantly all very sound advice yeah that a1 uh i noticed you have like a whiteboard uh in your room like how are you like how'd you know that uh just random pictures uh you posting and all that yeah yeah. it's not like you know i know everything i'm playing uh (laughs) um but yeah how like do you do you just uh, is that your way of staying organized staying focused on the goal well yeah Yeah, like I said before, like I'm so chaotic and my brain's so such a mess. It's like, if you think like Dee Dee from Dexter's Laboratory, I'm I'm always running around like breaking shit in my head. So um, the whiteboard is basically like disciplining me to like, reminding me to finish this thing that I'm looking at it right now. Fucking, I've got three specials that I need to finish um, for this guy. Shout out Terps, I need to finish specials. But yeah, it just reminds me every single day in like bright red writing that I need to finish those. So it gets me closer and closer every day if I'm staring at it. It really does help get a whiteboard. I learned that off Subfiltronic, that technique, the whiteboard technique. 
organize your projects. <laughs> yeah, I have one too for like I guess it's a calendar, but I haven't filled it mm, out. In like- yeah, I've got I've got the whiteboard, but I've got the calendar right next to it, so I can you know organize when I'm going to post things and when my next stream is, all that sort of stuff. So yeah, you need a calendar as well. Maybe just on your phone, but I've got a calendar and a whiteboard next to my production desk. All right, all right, for sure. And uh, do you have any news or announcements you want to include in this interview? Uh, at the moment, I'm just like uh, playing the odd stream, doing what I can with, you know, making as much music as possible. I'm going to be posting in some more tracks on Bandcamp. But other than that, I'm just keeping my head down, um, trying to improve my sound and eventually i think maybe august i'll probably do another mix online just like september 19 mix i might do like an august 20 mix and it'll be like 44 minutes it's got to be 44 minutes of rhythm so look out for those all right cool 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 and um is there any particular track you want to outro this uh this segment with uh that's um of my of mine or just any track because if i can pick any track I'd, i've got one in mind oh i mean I, I was thinking of yours but i mean i can hit up whoever you okay let's let's do of. let's do um what should we do let's do soul seek i've got a tune called soul seek all right bad 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 cool awesome um you have anything to say to the people I'd say stay locked and, you know, don't share those dub plates. Just keep them to yourself. <laughs> All right, bet you heard it here first. This is your boy Brain uh, wrapping up another installment of the Behind the Plates. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for uh, being yeah. on the episode, uh, Casey. Thank you so much. Thanks, man. It's been a pleasure. Thank you.